Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Dr. Kid, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. Oh, finally. Here we go. This is the big one. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. And we've come back to this to pick up talking about a franchise we already talked about a bunch. It. It. This is It Chapter 2. We finally saw it the day it came out. We did. (laughs) Took forever. (laughs) And Yeah, it took two years. I couldn't... can't believe it's been two years. The two years flew by. Uh, If you haven't listened uh, to part one, uh, go back to last week's episode where we talk about it, the book, and the miniseries, and part one, and... Everything up to chapter two. And yeah, all of that is pretty much going to take as much time as it takes to talk about just chapter two, because mm-hmm. this movie was wild, and I did not expect this movie to do the crazy stuff it did, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't know what I expected. I think this movie kicked ass. I honestly It was thought, so much of a better yeah, movie than I was expecting. This movie owned in a lot of ways <laughs> I was not prepared it for. It took things to such... So, I was... Obviously, nothing was going to stop me from seeing this open at night. I was so hyped. I loved the first one. I was, but I was definitely less excited for this one because I just am not as excited about the adults battling horror than I was at teens battling. That one's way more scary to me. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I remember the hype for the first one being a lot more, I think, just because of the idea of this new take on it and now it was like all right here's a sequel kind of know what to expect you you know what pennywise is going to be like but a lot of unexpected stuff yeah. came up but yeah in this i think movie i think like 38 year olds battling a horror yeah is less gonna be less intense than 13 year olds true battling a horror true so enough. i was less excited for that even though i was excited for bill Hader as a lead in it i heard james ransome was in it uh who i loved as ziggy on the the wire Oh, okay. Oh, he plays, yeah. He plays Eddie. He plays Eddie. Sure, and, sure, sure. Uh, Oh, my God. That was Ziggy? Yeah. Oh, Lord. I hated Ziggy. <laughs> that's I, like my favorite season of The Wire. I love it. it. I don't hate the season. I hate Ziggy. <laughs> that character drove me up a freaking wall, man. Oh, he, my he was, God. Look, you've already... Just like that's so these funny, kids don't have Ziggy. any memories of Derry, you had blocked out Ziggy. And so you were just enjoying James Ransome as yeah. uh, Eddie. Oh, I enjoyed him as Eddie, yeah. Uh, probably good that I didn't know he was Ziggy, because I probably would have hated I'd have gone in going, fucking oh, Ziggy. Ziggy's in this one? Are you oh, kidding God. me? He's going to screw it up again. <laughs> you, you blew it, Ziggy. Oh, man. So the okay. one thing I, I had to look forward to, uh, when even before this was cast, because I loved uh, Beverly Marsh character in the first one I'm like oh adult her where you get either amy adams or jessica chastain <laughs> who was it this is great yeah. and then in the meantime she played young amy adams in sharp objects yeah and then a little too on the nose then there, jessica right? chastain is like well that does it i guess the other option was bryce dallas howard maybe that's an option that's that was an the option. other that was a distant third mm-hmm. but i knew i was getting one and i love amy adams and i love jessica chastain so so i was already like all right this is a pretty cool adult cast uh, yeah not quite as i really love you know the john ritter 
<laughs> Richard Mazur. Uh, Hard to beat John Ritter. Into that. Yeah. Not as much the Harry Anderson. <laughs> Come on now. The first one. He's a great Richie. I'm a big fan that the that everybody else got a pretty faithful adaptation of the book character as adults. But they made Richie like a stand-up. Yeah. He wasn't like, I'm a funny radio DJ. <laughs> like, no. I was not looking forward to shock jock <laughs> Richie Tozier. So I'm really glad they just made him like a high-anxiety, current... Yeah, exactly. ...medicated comedian, comedian. Yeah. kind of guy. That was... Because in the book, he's like a zoo crew... <laughs> I'd love to believe that radio DJ. I'd love to believe that that was Bill Hader coming in, going, "I'm not doing the radio thing. <laughs> yeah. All right, make me a cool no. New York comedian." So I read that they in the script it had him doing one of his bits was him doing a Pacino because oh. Bill Hader does like a Pacino, okay. and Bill Hader was like, "I don't want to do Al Pacino <laughs> in this movie." <laughs> yeah, that's a like, good I call. Don't, I don't want to do bits yeah. like that. Let's do my own thing. Right. But it was apparently actually written That's for him funny. to do Pacino. <laughs> what Pacino line is he going to utter in I the know. middle of it, chapter two? Dying for some what would hot he... Pacino Hoo-ah! things. Yeah. <laughs> some, some like son of a woman. <laughs> like, cool. Cool, sick reference, guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> Doing a bunch of heat riffs in the middle of this movie. Ah, okay. Oh, man. Pretty good call by Hater. Yeah. So I was, I was pretty excited for the uh, adult casting. And then. When the, it was getting closer and closer to the movie come out, and I find out the movie's two hours and 50 minutes. Yeah. That can be one of those things that's like, oh boy. It's been like that all freaking year. Every with movie these is movies. like a three hour epic. Oh, uh, man. So, yeah, th- it's almost like at this point, I'm numb to it. Like, I don't even really flinch well, when so I hear that movie's three hours now. I had so been, like, I had been numb to it. Just like, oh, there's a new Godzilla, it sucks. And it's two hours and 25 minutes. Like, yeah. it's such a kick to the balls sometimes. And when I'm getting the tickets for it, too, I'm like, two hours and 50 minutes? Nice. <laughs> like, I just wanted right. to see so much of it. I was that excited at this point. Uh, well, you're well, like, they, they they know what they're doing. Like, it's pretty much once, the same. Yeah, once I saw what they did with the first one, yeah. I'm like, oh, two hours and 50 minutes? I'm here. I'm here for it. Let's right. go. I love how it's like now just so much longer than the long miniseries. It's five hours plus, <laughs> baby. So I'm now at the point, I've done a 180. Now that Once Upon a Time, I was like, man, why can't Once Upon a Time in Hollywood be like four and a half hours long? Yeah, where's, where's that, that edit? Give me that cut. That's a different addendum. Now I just want uh, all these movies that I love to be three hours. I'm falling for it. Well, and you're so, in luck because they're all going to be three hours. They're all going to be longer and longer. From now on. And it's just, so it's, a, it's an arms race in length of <laughs> this, movie times. Okay. Sorry. Are we still doing phrasing? <laughs> uh, but so we go into this opening night, three hours long. Beyond the few people we, we I We sensibly knew. got like the 7 p.m. showing. Oh, we're not going gosh. late. We're not trying to stay up yeah, there know, were, dawn watching There were this showings movie. that would go till uh, 1 a.m. We did not that. do that. We did the sensible older folk approach yeah. and went 7.20. Right. We it was home. the good call. We were home at sensible hour. <laughs> uh, but we got a big old crew, and we were all pretty hyped, and came out very mixed at the end of this one, but I was over the moon for it. I loved it, and I loved some of the impossible to predict and 
sometimes head-scratching directions, <laughs> they opted to take some scenes. I had a lot of fun watching this movie. It was, it was fun. I never got scared, but I was thrilled. And you had mentioned the word thrilling in the first uh, movie when we talked about this last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was thrilling. It was yeah. just edgier seat excitement. You're not, yeah, you're not exactly scared of the leper or the, you know, the childhood scare anymore, but you're right there with them. It, the vibes I got the strongest, it felt like an Evil Dead movie. It felt like oh, Sam yeah. Raimi kind of stuff. You know what? I was not expecting it to be so fun because I didn't really know if I had fun watching the first one. I like the yeah. first one. It's not something I'd be like, woohoo. <laughs> but this one, it had so many moments where, yeah, it was, you know, and there will be spoilers, guys. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the the creatures that came out of this one, totally unexpected. They're so Totally over the top in, in such, yeah, such unnecessary ways. There is I a lot of CGI, but also a lot of practical makeup effects mm-hmm. that make it very... Uh, that, just the whole first 90 minutes were screaming Sam Raimi to me. And I was not expecting a Sam Raimi type goofball right fest yeah and you get a lot of that in kind of a fun way within 25 minutes of this movie we get like an altered state style ancient indian ayahuasca trip (laughs) yeah this movie is a great like get the gang back together real quick everyone gets the phone call Mm -hmm. then are you talking about the scene at the chinese restaurant yeah yeah we get the the chinese restaurant scene which was in the miniseries yes and in the book i remember Uh uh-huh yeah absolutely and Uh, this was all done with like weird (laughs) men in black kind of creatures <laughs> totally yeah like well famously all, their all, the, all the fortune cookies break open and they're weird little things and and in the miniseries they kind of do the eyeball but in this one they've got the eyeball with the tentacles crawling and yeah the little creepy you know the baby spider and yeah just like all this wild stuff the bat wing coming out of the one yeah. fortune cookie that was my favorite just flying around and then, one wing but then the movie ends some scenes so weird. So this then has Mike Hanlon beating the... So it's all not real. Obviously, it's for messing with their minds it's like their head, he does. Man. Yep. It's not happening. And we cut to the shot of Mike just bashing the table and all the glasses with a chair. And then the waitress doing like a, is everything okay? <laughs> and Bill Hader gets like basically a check please mm-hmm. kind of joke and it's like what the fuck are we watching <laughs> like what is this movie he looks to the camera and does a check please kind right. of like can we get the check like, it's almost what? like a seinfeld bit like ending yeah there's just something like so yeah it's i was expecting there to be like a pun where it's like look at this hot dog get shot between a woman's cleavage <laughs> like what is this you were expecting that oh well, you know they were it's Could not happen. like they were going to weird like already trodden older comedic paths and having something crazy happen and then ending it with like a punchline right which was not what i was expecting and they kind of went for it over the top and i kind of ended up really falling for that well it's kind of funny you mentioned that of the idea of the trodden area because the whole you know first and second act of this movie is such a kind of a cliche plot of Get the gang back together, and uh, then they all have to go on their separate little journeys to find their totem. It felt like a like a video game. Like, and now yeah. you're gonna go to this place and 
Like, you know, like Link has to basically collect eight of the same, you know, Triforce pieces. So this was like, now you got to collect your Triforce and you each have to go get your piece so that we can go fight the monster. So it was kind of like, uh, I don't know if they really do that in the book so, or, or if it felt that formulaic. Yeah, that's in what the I book. wanted to say is that I read this book so long ago. My memory is not great for that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But. So I don't remember, and I st- I've started reading the book again. I have the hardcover; it's been on my shelf forever. Uh, but I'm—it's like an eleven hundred plus oh, page. It's book. a big book. So I've been reading it for a month, but I'm like twenty-five percent of the way through. Not one of them speed readers. Yeah, right. So I'll people. figure out the ending in December. Okay, let me. But know. Uh, so there was so many weird turns and avenues the movie went down. And I'm excited to know, is like, is this just some weird thing they made up? Or is this... So, 30 minutes in, like I say, ayahuasca Indian trip. And we find out that an Indian tribe are the first people oh, yeah. that battled Pennywise. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? What are we doing? And Mike steals an artifact from old Indians that he had a drug trip with. Yeah, right. It's like, I was not expecting a spirit journey it, right. 30 minutes in to it, chapter two. So, like, where is all of this going? I remember a brief description in the book reading it about, about it having been there since, you know, the beginning of time kind of thing. And the, the potential that it was something that came to Earth or crashed to Earth or whatever it yeah. was. But, yeah, this one going full deep on, like, the ritual of, of Chud and, and uh, fighting this ancient evil and kind of showing it to be just this, like, light this kind of you know abstract thing that then comes to form yeah and it's it's form is only about what's in your mind <laughs> and how you perceive it and yeah all this really trippy so this stuff movie, the 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 touchstones i was not expecting i was not expecting evil dead i was not expecting the thing right and i was not expecting prometheus <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's like yeah. a, that's what this movie's a cross between, which was not necessarily the three. That's funny. That I was like, I had no idea Pennywise crashed to Earth millions <laughs> of years ago in a meteorite and formed a Prometheus-like hive in the center of Derry. What? <laughs> I had no idea any of this happens. So the movie straight up becomes the thing. Yeah. Or again, Prometheus, the pro the ugh, what? Right. None of this I saw coming, and I was so into it. That's awesome. I was just like, this is so dumb and awesome. Yeah. Once they make it known as this kind of you know ancient creature, ancient evil that uh, you have an ancient uh, ceremony to defeat and stuff, then it just yeah, yeah it goes full. Like there's a whole Indian burial ceremony mm-hmm. to beat them. There was a couple elements of Amityville horror too. Even the end sure, with kind of sure. the house. Uh, you know, collapse. It felt very. Uh, I get like that, that Simpsons treehouse of horror, with the house <laughs> imploding the on itself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, exactly. I was just getting so many unexpected vibes from this movie, and we haven't even really gotten into the the way the children face their fears, which is so much of the weirdest unexpected you'd mentioned before. Wasn't expecting the thirty uh, foot tall Paul Bunyan. Yeah, the uh, yeah that happened. 
the the stuff I was not expecting was them going for it in the creatures. Mm-hmm. The, I didn't expect this to be a big creatures movie. Exactly, and uh, Beverly as the adult, uh, you know, famous scene in the miniseries as well, famous scene in the book with the old lady mm-hmm. uh, who turns into kind of this old hag. Yeah, they took it to a way and in this weirder one, CGI. And she like, comes yeah. out like this seven foot tall ogre woman, and it it, it, it felt like. Um, it's kind of crazy that scary stories to tell in the dark or whatever came out this year because this mm-hmm. movie kind of felt like had a lot of those elements, so those it kind really of creatures. Did. Or uh, I don't know, just yeah, I was not expecting this giant, yeah, the old wild-haired monster woman to come out of the, out of the dark hallway there. So, so yeah, Charlie mentioned all of the kids like a video game all have to go find their tokens because right. of Mike's uh, drug-induced tea that he makes. Exactly. He had his visions that said. Pennywise can be murdered with an Indian ceremony, and there's but, as you do. But so, I like how the movie would then add all like Mike would explain one of these things, and everybody's like, "You fucked us, Mike. You didn't. You didn't tell us any of this. Exactly. Like nobody mentioned Indian secrets they're, over yeah. the phone, Mike. They're like at the dinner, and they're like, "We got to stick together." And Mike's like, "Actually, we have to all split up." They're like. <laughs> yeah. It's like, are you crazy? There were four different scenes of Mike going, you know, I haven't been entirely honest with everybody. Like, oh, Mike just man. kept screwing them more than Well, they and then there were also about seven scenes of them being like, I'm packing my bags. Yeah. We're getting out of here. Where's Eddie? Where's Richie? Yeah. yeah. Where are they? everybody? Let's go. Mike has screwed us yet again. And then they with come down lie. and they're like, all right, actually, I'm in. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Richie uh, in the park. Uh, Bill Hader staring down this Paul Bunyan statue that then immediately comes to life again, yeah. like like the Simpsons episode, like a giant mascot. I know. Uh, billboard, uh, you know, lard lad uh, donut the guy whole thing- come to life, attacking him with the giant wooden axe, and just it's like a so lot. S- it's silly. A lot it's of this silly. felt like a big budget, but it like was you fun. said, scary stories to tell in the dark or. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, or something like that. And I loved it. I lo- I wasn't expecting like a big old thirty foot scarecrow mouth. Yeah, Paul Bunyan. Right. They even give him that. Yeah, crazy kind of. But then jack o' lantern looking uh, face. Yeah, I love how they would. So I loved when they were going to find their their tokens of their because they were all remembering Derry for the first time in three eight years, which I always thought was a, also an interesting aspect of the book. Right. This town is has that effect the fur the farther away you get from it the less you remember totally. about it and the movie didn't really they kind of mention it but you're like wait there seems because bill Hader makes some crack like this is a town that i only remembered i grew up in two hours ago but there's but then they get lazy with other stuff that they're overly familiar with right, exactly. so they don't really there's not an easy way it's to, selective memory but certainly yeah it, that, the that's creature an way to convey in the book seems to have some sort of power to, that makes people you know it's it's a protective measure I'm sure you know mm-hmm. if people were to leave the town and be like yeah there's like totally something in the sewers <laughs> back at that town back there but uh, yeah yeah it's that was a kind of an interesting aspect where they had to regain the memories so it gave them a reason to go do these things to go it was a little formulaic and each of them kind of had to do their own thing which yeah. was a bit but repetitive was, but but then you get fun creatures and then you get the fun you know moments yeah uh, and i i did like how so like i said i was less excited for a movie featuring the adult characters yeah uh but this movie had 
they it was really finely balanced because they had a lot of scenes with the kids again they do yeah they do they, still they have... really they just oppose the scenes with like you get the kids version of the horror and then how it's still haunting them mm-hmm. now that they're remembering this horror they and must that was film those at the same time when they filmed that first one supposedly cause... they used cgi on some of the kids like they had to yeah. redo stuff and make the kids look younger but well, because the the kid from Stranger Things who plays Richie, like in the new Stranger Things season that just came out, he's like, yeah, way tall. I mean, he's just he's grown up. Yeah, these kids grow up in two years yeah. to them. Yeah, a little different than two years of our it's lame, crazy. lame so, age. Yeah. And so uh, I read they did some that's crazy kid CGI. I don't I don't doubt it. But I didn't. I it it didn't read as CGI to me. Now there was a lot of CGI in this movie because they did so many creatures and went for so many scares and jumps and there's a big uh bias against jump scares now it's a real four-letter word but like i don't know i like jumping i like getting getting i think it was something popping it was appropriate for this and i yeah i mean i don't you know it's hard to have some kind of uh long drawn out intense cat and mouse game with a giant paul bunyan statue (laughs) i don't know i'm not sure how you're going to achieve that so it kind of just needs to be something that like pops out of nowhere like the t-rex in jurassic park or something where it's like they should have heard that guy coming sneaky t-rex yeah at the end of the the, sneaky bunyan how how did we not know he was right there and so (laughs) yeah but i love the way that they that pennywise haunts the kids and the adults i loved all the stuff with pennywise and i thought we're getting this silliness, and we haven't even, again, discussed some of the details of this either silliness or seriousness of the kids' new horrors. But the two new modern Pennywise killings that we get, I thought were really scary, and in one of the cases, really sad. Mm. The girl with the birthmark, yes. I thought was a really sad scene. That was, a, that was one of my favorite scenes, definitely, as far as going for an actual scare and disturbing kind of a yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, Pennywise is under the bleachers and lures this girl in and I thought that was scary and emotionally tough. Yeah. I, that was that was really what got me into the movie was that scene. The girl was so cute. She had a birthmark on her face. Yeah. And that's when you get this drawn out take of Pennywise really preying on a sadness or a fear in children. It right. was really evil. The way, you know, you could see him manipulating, like, a seven-year-old. Uh-huh. Like, it was gross, and it was mean, and it was... You could see what... Like, every kid would get immediately suckered in by the same thing. And you, I don't think we've really gotten as much of that up till that kill. Totally. Yeah, that was a cool... Because you really... She got her... He got her feeling into better him as about, the monster. Yeah, yeah, about her birthmark, and he was identifying with her. And the girl was not behaving she was seven or eight but not behaving like a dummy because she was initially very distrustful yeah it's a clown in the dark under the bleachers every other kid georgie was just like this kid this look at this clown in the sewer (laughs) yeah and why is a balloon such a draw for a kid they love them man if i was eight and i got offered a balloon by a sketchy clown in a sewer i'd i'm pretty sure that i can't relate to that as much <laughs> I can't, can't relate re- to. I'm, I've never wanted a balloon. Who amongst so us bad? <laughs> has not come across a balloon in the wild? You know, no, the, I feel you. so I love that they went in a movie where they went for so many silly things. 
on purpose. Mm-hmm. They went for some pretty like deep cut for me with this girl. I thought she was so sympathetic, and it was so sad. Right, was, and there's more stuff with Bev and her dad too. That's really intense, and yeah, yeah. they do. They do. Oh, the bet with him they, spraying perfume yeah, and stuff. Real oh my weird. God, real weird. And then uh, yeah, they gave Richie kind of this new childhood angle that they did not. We did not get at all. In the I, first I, movie. I don't think we got a touch of that. No, Richie's fear. Yeah, um, I don't think we. Get, if if I really must have missed it, if they mentioned that at all. Well, Richie in the first one is like he's afraid of clowns, but yeah, but you see that there's actually you know another thing going on there with him. But, yeah, we uh, get a lot of a lot more Richie in this one, which I feel we probably wouldn't have gotten as much. But since Bill Hader really felt like a guy who they felt had movie stealing potential, right? Felt like they really gave Bill Hader a chance to do that. It felt like everyone was acting, and then Bill Hader was just Bill Hader. Yes, not in a bad way. But, like, James McAvoy's really acting as Bill, mm-hmm. and he's trying to affect this main accent, you know, <laughs> yeah. even though he's clearly British, and he's really putting it all into his riding the bike and, you know, hi-ho, silver, <laughs> yeah. and uh, he is just so, like, almost like method going into this <laughs> yeah. Bill thing. And then Bill Hader is just over there like... Nah, you know, nah, <laughs> that was just, weird. Anybody he's always like the that? last guy to talk in any scene. Like all these scenes end with different Bill Hader punchlines, right? Or he's just like, yeah, I guess I should go fuck myself. Then. Yeah, like, <laughs> just like you can't just you know he just came up with you those can't just lines. leave a room, Bill Hader. <laughs> he's got he's got to get the last word in. Um, yeah, and so I really think they went. Uh, they really, I was so I wasn't expecting that much overt comedy even yeah. with bill Hader, because bill Hader's shown recently with barry a, have you seen barry Dude, that is He's, maybe my favorite show that's currently uh, in you know in its run right sure now on, presently airing oh I love he's barry. getting love rightfully it. a ton of acclaim because there are very funny moments in that show but very not funny oh yeah you know and bill Hader's so perfect in it i think that show's brilliant and so i was i ended up really liking bill Hader in this but it was bill Hader doing a lot of comedy mm-hmm. it, was, it, it was he definitely was some of the levity until until right the end which then i realized this is why they're having this guy be such a such a goofus the comedy is his you know shield it is Eric. his it's defense his, mechanism yeah. i know these kids are all <laughs> conquering their fears that's what chapter two is all about hey but we get some these visuals i think they really nailed so many cool things uh, we had talked about Bev in the house. I was not expecting a giant ogre woman to come thundering out. Right. But I love... Um, so again, as you probably know at this point, I'm a trailer avoider. Uh-huh. But they've been hyping this It Chapter 2 now for nine months. And this trailer is played before probably a dozen movies that I've seen. You're so right. even though I'm not watching it, I'm in the room. I'm here, and and the trailer is basically just the scene with the old woman. Yeah, yeah. And so I've been familiar. Let up. Oh, there's going to be this that. scene. Yeah. And there's a lot of weirdness, and in those, in that one kind of moment where the woman's not talking and just kind of staring at her, I really got hard David Lynch. Oh yeah, kind yeah. of vibe. Totally on that. Felt very Twin Peaks. A very weird old person close up. Lynch seems to be a I could guy see that. who does that, but. It the scene, while some of the CGI stuff is like, oh man, this movie is so silly. 
I love that the woman's posing is Pennywise's daughter. And so that's where we get, we do get a scene of Pennywise as an old-fashioned carnival barber clown. <laughs> yes. And yes. that leads to what I think is one of the best visuals of the movie, is actually seeing, you know, Depression-era Pennywise mm. as a with no makeup, and he's applying his grease paint, and then scratches the red oh, yeah, paint yeah, into yeah, his, yeah. Uh, his little face lines or, like, claw marks. Oh, that was a good moment. When he's confronting Beverly. Oh, man, him... Ap- thickly applying that grease paint in like these angry swipes while yelling increasingly louder and louder at Bev and then the claws claw marks to put the oh I thought that was cool nice and so and there was a lot of that a lot of those fun visuals and again I just did not know what was coming because we got the weirdest most unexplainable nonsense that I was laughing so hard during Nobody could have predicted this. The Juice Newton four seconds <laughs> when a leper is throwing up on Eddie's face in slow motion. Oh, man. What was that? That was... Angel of the Morning blaring it. F- what? That was maybe the best part of the... Yeah, that was... That <laughs> that broke me a little bit. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because that scene with Eddie... Uh, to me, was like the most like haunted house, like kind was, of yeah, like there was so many of the kids like, like backing into bookshelves yeah. and tripping over cords and yeah, that was so uh, a bit overdone. And then yeah, just to have that final cap of the yeah the leopard just full vomit. Yeah, well, I like Beautiful. that we got uh, we get a good throwback to it later when Eddie because it's important for later when Eddie's talking about how like he saw like he was beating it. Like, because he was strangling this weird, slimy leper. You're the one that pointed out to me when they're showing Eddie growing up that, you know, the book made a big deal about this, that he married his mother. Uh Uh-huh. But you're the one that was like, I think the actress that played his mom played... I didn't notice that. It looked like it. It looked like her. Yeah, I could see that. I didn't actually... uh, I hope they did that. that, No, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Somebody told me that, and I was like, you know, Charlie got... You know, you were on that, man. But I like that they did that kind of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So, part of me wishes they did less CGI, even though I like that they went full bore silly with the CGI. Similar to Hellboy 2. Uh-huh. Or the, not Hellboy 2, the new Hellboy. Oh, okay. That I liked. Right, uh, right, It right. went kind of like cartoony over the top CGI. Sure. And I dug that more than the people that just do not as good real CGI. <laughs> uh, so, I love the like big boisterous cartoon attitude that it took. Oh, yeah. And especially that final confrontation where they're now, you know, having to fight it uh, down in the pit there. And uh, yeah. the the whole kind of impact crater look of that room. Dude, that's, so that's when the movie becomes The Thing yeah. or Prometheus, where this ancient being, just like in the, the Thing, is now just been dormant for X amount of time. And now it's just trying to thrive. Right. And like, and it's what? able to shape shift, and yeah. the you know because famously in the, at the end of the book and and the miniseries too, it turns into a giant spider mm-hmm. creature. And the way they did this, it spider, while well, he's retaining his Pennywise head, but he has the spider body. I just thought that was so in line with what it's almost like all the other silly stuff had built up to that. Mm-hmm. Like, look, this thing's <laughs> gonna be kind of crazy. All right, we're gonna try to make him still a clown in clown clothes, but with giant like tree trunk size spider legs. Yeah. It's gonna be kind of silly. <laughs> so we kind of need to get the audience 
in the mood for that with a uh, giant Paul Bunyan and you know ogre lady and, and yeah. even even when Bev is like uh, towards the end they're trying to get to that cavern and there's a spot with water and some kind of crazy looking like mermaid creature like kind of pops out of the I water. I thought that was the old woman again. Okay, but it was the, lo- it looked woman, different. Like, uh, but it was something like that. It's like uh-huh. man, just sit these crazy. That one was very Evil Dead. Yeah, me. that's why there's so much so, of this that was but Evil it was like Dead. All vibe. that led up to this giant spider creature that they had it turn into. Yeah, and uh, no, they had but so even more elements of the thing mm-hmm. they have. So in the miniseries. Richard Mazur, who's one of my favorites, he's not in the movie much because his character commits suicide in a bathtub. Right. Oh, yeah. He's adult <laughs> so we, Stanley. Yeah, so we get just a few minutes of him in in the one, and then we get his head. Right. And so we do get Stan's head, except it is totally the thing. We get the head as a spider head. Yes. It, uh, it's, it's uh, so a right clear, the clear homage or... Total ripoff. Like this head starting to sprout legs mm-hmm. out of its cheeks and ear. And that was even, so like John Carpenter. They even give, uh, I think, Bill Hader the, the uh, you know, you gotta be fucking kidding line mm-hmm. when it does that, which is what the guy says in the thing. Yeah. Wow, I didn't, that was a I fun didn't even pick homage. up on that, even as I was noticing it. I'm paying attention yeah, to we're these still, things. But then they still like can't help themselves because they're still having Bill Hader crack jokes. Exactly. When this craziest thing ever that's then dropping on them from the ceiling and we get that pause of oh there it is i love that bit yeah that like, was that was a good like one. he's still working he's a good bits. hater they're still throwing oh, there in he his is. jokes yeah. <laughs> in and then other hater it goes from it goes keeps whipping back and forth between ultra serious and then ultra like well he's still got some time to think of some kind of quick mm-hmm. quick whiff they're like <laughs> yeah that's cool he's still a cool guy uh the other modern child death scene so we had a funhouse mirror scene oh, six yeah, months yeah, ago yeah, yeah. in Us that was really scary. Right. Now we got another funhouse mirror maze in this movie, which I think is just as scary in a different way. That scene was pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm glad that, again, it's like this movie just is like giving you the full funhouse experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so great I, scene. And yeah, Bill, adult Bill, uh, James McAvoy's trying to save this kid who's clearly the next target of it yeah and uh the kid goes into the fun house at the carnival so bill follows him in it's a great hall of mirrors really claustrophobic yeah you know, i love he, all those neon lit uh clown punching bag dummies oh, those were great because they had they i they had that kind of stuff in the oh, fun yeah. houses that would you know come to santa rosa fairgrounds 100 percent. yeah uh i remember getting socked by something like that <laughs> uh and just the way and, it had to enter with the the tube kind of spinning around oh i remember absolutely that how they Perfect. have you enter i remember that house. this was a scary moment for me when i was a kid at the santa rosa fair my grandma took me mm. and i wanted to go on that my poor old grandma can't walk through all this trap Aww. shit so we get that she fell in the candy cane spinning <laughs> oh, thing no. and then i'm just like well i'm the monster nine-year-old that's dragging well, she, my... like, she would like go up to the side <laughs> yeah, and then slide down slide down, again. down a bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, and then no. it's like i'm the kid dragging like, help <laughs> what did i do i had no idea it was hard to walk in these things that's I funny some teenagers got to come help her up oh gosh that's great that was me we're just wrecking my grandma's day yeah that was and great. so 
great scene. But we got this great thread running throughout the movie. You talk about the weird sense of humor that they sometimes went for of this one kid who coincidentally lives at Bill Denbro's old house. Yes. Them bumping into this kid. So obviously he, they're meant to see this kid because Pennywise is telling them this is the victim. Right. But you get this two different scenes of Bill Hader and James McAvoy screaming in the face of this little kid <laughs> oh yeah yeah you get bill Hader thinking it's another like pennywise kid who's saying something weird and creepy and penny he's bill Hader's just dropping f-bombs while shaking the kid that's right 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 after that's right after the chinese uh restaurant yeah nerves scene. are their their nerves he was are rattled afraid. he was clearly yeah, rattled. so they were they were shook yeah uh and so you get this great Bill Hader swearing loudly at like a kid <laughs> while the kid's just wide eyed getting shaked by an adult. And then later, when Richie or uh, 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 Bill is rescuing his token, mm-hmm. that's another Evil Dead Sam Raimi moment when, when Bill reaches in to the gutter, the sewer where his Georgie died, and he grabs the boat and then the arm grabs him, and then a bunch of hundred little tiny hands yeah that felt so sam raimi that felt like i could already picture ash getting dragged into a pit by a oh, hundred tiny cgi clay hands yeah that was a cool little bit because that really that felt like uh more special effects makeup than cgi mm. it had that really uh clay stop motion hand movement totally i don't know if it was but it, it felt like a lot of stuff was actually felt like they used a lot of special effects makeup even though it was a lot of cgi right I think there were still a lot of cool 80s-ish effects. But this funhouse scene. Oh! Sorry. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, jump scare. <laughs> then you get this scene of James McAvoy yelling at this kid. Right. And it's such a weird like, film noir. Like, you see noir. a clown in the sewer, you get out of there. Yeah. yeah. James McAvoy's, like, shaking the kid and being like, you gotta get out of town, kid. <laughs> yeah. Do it. This kid's, like, eight years old. Kids- Kid has no means to leave town. Pack a bag. Leave a town as soon as you can. Just tell your parents to get out of here. Say whatever you need to say to get a train out of this town. <laughs> it's like, what is he saying to this kid? And the kid's just like confused and scared by this. It's the craziest, weirdest speech. You gotta hit the bricks, kid. <laughs> like, we were all dying wondering. Like, it's such a weird under the lamplight in a film noir. Like, yeah, right. so weird. Yeah. But then it cuts basically right to him trying to save this kid at the carnival. I love... We get a couple of good carnival scenes. The movie opens with a carnival at night scene. Mm-hmm. Another thing I'm a sucker for. Good Nighttime carnivals. carnivals. Yeah. Looks great. Good carnival visuals. Yeah. The one the visuals in Us looked really great. You know, it gives me those cool Lost Boys vibes. Right. Totally. Um, and yeah, I really liked the Hall of Mirrors scene. And you said claustrophobic. There's a scene where the mirror, the hallway gets smaller. Yeah, he's starting to have to squeeze through it. Yeah. Oh, that kind of stuff freaks me out. Man. Him pulling himself through a crack. Like, oh, God. Feels like you're going the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would you're not, breaking I, the ride. I'd be like, it seems like it doesn't want me to go this way because it's closing off right mm-hmm. here. I think I'm going to avoid that. But so they do a big, and this almost felt like R-rated killer clowns kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Where... Bill runs into the kid behind a wall of glass. Pennywise appears behind the other side, and he just starts headbutting the glass a couple dozen times, breaking it a bit more. After like having oh. a giant oversized tongue going up. Oh the yeah, glass, licking like, the like a, length of the like some kind of cartoon dog or something. Yeah, that's yeah. why I said when they really Very go much cartoony. silly and cartoony with the CGI, they really find fun. I don't know 
ways to get there that I don't think people could have expected. Right. But then, yeah, when Pennywise does, you know, he breaks through that mirror glass and goes for the kill, you see the, the teeth come out and the mouth open up. And then it's, uh, yeah, then it kind of has that, ooh, jolt. Yeah, they really go full-bore monster movie. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. And I wasn't, I thought it would be even more psychological. I thought they hit the psychological good. But I like that they went crazy, like, 80s throwback monster movie horror. Right. And, yeah, that final showdown it just kept getting we kept hitting these well we got a couple of really good unexpectedly tender moments Mm -hmm. that i thought also for a movie that was so silly i really liked you know richie and eddie's as we find out more and more of the growing relationship and i really like uh stan's letter where you see kind of sappier stuff like them riding bikes together in slow motion (laughs) i was into it yeah yeah we You're got a, a very cheesy underwater kiss mm-hmm. that was very silly because it was a sunlit underwater kiss <laughs> that went on a long time and they'd be sputtering. And, uh, but they like went for that. And I know you had to love this. I'm going to let you talk about this. Okay. The final visuals of them actually knocking Pennywise down to size. That's right. And how the movie went for making Pennywise a tiny, small, wimpy clown the decision yeah the decision for them to not only come to the conclusion that because they know they have to shrink him down if they're going to fight him and win and uh they first are going to try to get him into a smaller spot but then they go like oh we just think of him as smaller yeah and he will be and then it's kind of like this PSA about, you know, overcoming your bully. and Your bullies and, are just looking for a reaction. And Don't really, give guys, them what they they're want. the sad little clown inside. Yeah. And yeah, Pennywise, as he's going, I'm the eater of worlds. I was and such a great raging against dumb, and, and sexy trying to... Hamlet. Do yeah. sexy Hamlet. That was such yeah. a... I'm the eater of worlds. Like, that was such a overly dumb epic line. And they just keep making him smaller and smaller. And, and he just shrinks. He, like, in real time... Mm-hmm ages and shrinks until he's like this little old like wrinkly don rickles looking clown yeah and then they keep getting they just a, he, then he turns into basically benjamin they basically benjamin they button benjamin button him it <laughs> they, it was a total benjamin button move but i love how they he kept like they kept having him fight back in increasingly pitiful ways right. like he kind of has one <coughs> spider claw arm that he's limply swinging at them and Poor bill Hader him. literally almost just, feel bad for him yeah, at bill Hader end. literally just rips his arm off and throws it as just like oh jesus yeah they're all like finally getting their torture out on this wimpy baby clown yeah they rip his heart they out of his chest out. and he's kind of his feeble hands it's like and i remember that's how they do it in the book and in, in the miniseries too but it's like they pull the heart out of the spider you know while yeah. it's still a spider so i thought it was really interesting i don't remember exactly if that's how it is in the book but you'll tell me in I'll, six months I'll tell when you, finish. yeah i'll tell you in 2020 and uh, <laughs> uh but yeah i just love that decision to just make him this pathetic little weakling baby clown. I loved it. They just, t- they, it just fit so much with everything that they were doing and already. it felt like Raimi to me too. The image yeah. of his face mostly melted into the rock and then just the face part, it felt like such a Sam Raimi effect. Right. Like where, this excess skin like you know, like you would see on someone who got their stomach stapled or something. Like just that kind of yeah. that crazy just yeah. It was, oh, so it was it. both silly and then also just like oh man they are doing this. They are going <laughs> for whatever this is. Yeah. But I still can't. Even through all that, it kept coming up to me. I was like, 
What's with that angel of the morning scene? <laughs> that four that is one of the weirdest four seconds of film. The volume gets twice as loud as it had been. It just get blaring juice Newton through black thick vomit. That's so funny. I don't know. But if anyone's got any theories, please tell us. <laughs> yeah, That's the one thing about this giant uh There's no theories alien to that. There evil monster movie that, that we can't figure out. The comedy they would go for. We haven't even talked about the little Pomeranian. Or the little oh, shih yeah, sure. puppy or whatever that was. Right. That was funny. We get a whole life. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> that was so weird. We get a repeat of the, the three doors riddle. Right. The not scary at all, scary, very scary. You know, it's one of those Monty Hall problems. Right. You They, they do it in the first movie mm-hmm. when they're kids. And yeah, they do it again. And yeah, the not scary. Is it behind not scary that they see this little Pomeranian dog that. Yeah, the not scary at all has a Pomeranian. Because Richie had said something previously of like, oh, just, I'll just imagine him as a dog or something like mm-hmm. that. He's and, just messing with us. And, and so, yeah. yeah, we get just them working this whole comedy routine with yeah. like a puppy. She's like, oh, no. I'm not falling for this shit anymore. <laughs> and it's such it this... It was very, like, Seth Rogen, like... It was, uh, oh, totally. It felt like a, a Pineapple Express bit or something. It you know? did. It felt like a total <laughs> Rogen and Franco bit between Bill Hader and James Ransom. Like, yeah. totally. Oh, no, this this is how they get you. Oh, no, the, the dog's dangerous, man. Yeah, it's just so weird the moments they would go for laughs, and they did it constantly. It, I was not expecting it to be such an overt comedy, while then also hitting the deep dramas right really they were really went for some peaks and valleys in different ways that i was expecting and i uh, was into it all more peaks and valleys yeah well, i meant uh in no, terms of yeah. uh mood directions you Absolutely. know no. oh the uh i quite liked it i am such a uh, i was entertained i'm such a wimp because i genuinely <laughs> even though i can't explain it because i'm not a not a well-versed man mm. i love the January Embers poem. Aww. I love You are a sap. I'm this a is what sap. we've learned in listening to these last two episodes. I am. So you just want to be a 12-year-old boy riding <laughs> your bike around, having crushes, yeah. eating ice cream. No responsibilities yeah. at all. Ugh. Hanging out in the library. <laughs> oh, I'm a sap. I, and so I got hooked into all of that stuff. But yeah, I loved the evil, evil dead and the thing. Not yeah, what I was expecting. Not what I was expecting. And For I that, actually... Yeah. To, to, to illustrate my problem, we went and saw it opening night. This week, you and I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Because we have a problem. <laughs> and then, I, since I was already in the building, I was like, you know, it too is playing soon. And you're like, nah, I'm going to go home. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, I had just seen it. It yeah. was three hours. I had just watched a two and a half, Ooh, but then I wanted to see it on thing. the big, big screen. So, yeah. So I went and saw it again. Five days after I'd previously seen it, because I was into it. I was into the specific brand of weird that it went for, but I also like the uh, the gut punch kind of stuff. There you go. I was into it. I really like. If it you too, like too. that specific brand of weird, you're gonna love <laughs> it too. Yeah. I don't think they we could have hoped for this good from an at a five hour adaptation of uh, a book and miniseries. Well, I was gonna say yeah, for a three hour sequel, this was a lot more fun and, and it moved a lot faster than it. It felt a lot faster than it was. Yeah. Well, in as the you point time. out, we're all used to every movie so, being uh, three yeah, and a half hours. Yeah, but it's thoroughly time. entertaining. It's you know, it's thrilling. It's not scary. It's not scary, but it's fun. 
And it's a really fun, if, unexpectedly fun way. If you like the first one, and or if you're just a Stephen King guy, you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like Stephen King. You read these books, like they're pretty. Some of them can be pretty outlandish and silly, sure. and I think they were true to the spirit of uh, what his horror is. Yeah, I think it was a really. I, I said that this, might be a grandiose statement. But. <laughs> no, no, I said this before. I just love how they captured Derry. Yeah, I really like. I love the look of Derry. I love the town it's set in, and I love the hints and, that they talk about how the town's just evil. Mm-hmm. It's filled with this evil presence, and you kind of hear about these instances of there just being a town where it's just like I don't know. There was this that uh, you know Ken Rex McElroy famous case of this small town bully who forty five of the townspeople just murdered. Oh, geez. Because he was terrorizing this whole town. So you hear about these kind of things. And so I like this t- idea that the town's evil. Mm-hmm. We don't know why the town's evil. Some kids know. And I love that these kids were the ones that... Uh, we even get a moment where they're like, you know what? Let's just kick the can down the road. We'll wait another 28 years. <laughs> like, we'll be 70 years old then. We can't do this. That would be a fun movie to watch. Yeah. The mess at 70. I'm hoping we Chapter get... Chapter 3. It turns into a, uh, like, before sunset. Before sunrise, <laughs> right? Or the Up documentary series? We'll just check in on. Uh, well, maybe Pennywise came back. We didn't kill it for good. Just octogenarians. They're just filming it like Boyhood right now. Gonna hit every yeah. five years or so. It's yeah, gonna be like, and they'll get like a last, the best exotic Marigold Hotel. <laughs> we'll get like Judy Dench uh, types in there. I'm in. No, I'm not. I can't wait. I wish Don Rickles was still around so he could play old Pennywise, old, old but uh, <laughs> what are you going to do? But no, I, I think this was a really cool take that uh, surprised in unexpected ways. And that's really uh, what I wanted without realizing it's what I wanted. There you go. Another delivery for me. Nailed I it. I like everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you do like everything because you're a big sap. I'm a big, I'm a big sappy mushball. Um, yeah, I would go see it. Chapter two. Literally everybody else is. Yeah, go see it. It made ninety one million its you first know, week. You're gonna go see Joaquin Phoenix play a, a clown later this year. Might as well see it. Get your clown on. Yeah, this one until has then. buck teeth. But until, until then, until then. Yeah, it came to this. It came to this. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good Listen night. again. <laughs>